This, 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 this is mythical. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And I'm Nagging Homeifad. And today, it's yet another eel sex episode, which, uh, as we partially have established, I don't think maybe we have, <laughs> is when we each, <laughs> each bring a topic to present to the other person blindly. Surprise! Yes. Um, yeah. That will now be known publicly as an eel sex episode. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I am very hot. It is very, I know, I see that you've cut the sleeves off of your sweatshirt, uh, off your yep. hoodie. So yep. might you also be hot on your end? <laughs> you would be right. <laughs> it is so freaking hot here. I don't know about your week. I'm, I'm excited to hear about your weekend. My weekends have been very, very boring lately, partially due to the fact that it's so fucking hot outside. But I, um... I actually went out this weekend, which is very big for me. What? Yes. Like, socially went out. Like, went to a bar. A bar? A bar. I was going to ask if you went to someone's house. Maybe that No, no, no. Sense. That's not going. That's not. A, that's not. Doesn't count as going out. Going out, okay, you have to be okay. out. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I decided, which I don't know what compelled me, but I was like, if I'm going to go out, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick, like, the hot place to go out to because I want some yeah. good like people watching. <laughs> but what I didn't calculate was like, oh my gosh, I was awkward pre-pandemic. The skyrocketing social anxiety that I had getting out of the Uber oh, and looking at yeah. all of the, the crowd of hot people at this hot place was overwhelming to me. Oh my God. It Was there a line situation? It was a, it's this cool, like, classic Italian bar that some hipsters bought and revived. So there's, like, Mm -hmm. that type of vibe going on. And there's, like, all these little cafe tables on the outside and on the inside. And it was just freaking packed. Like, there was not a seat. Oh, my gosh. You know, and everyone is, I mean, everyone in L.A. is, like, so cool and gorgeous. (laughs) And um, also the friends, I was meeting a couple, and they were running 20 minutes late so that was oh, also God. adding to the awkwardness. But anyway. What did you pretend to read on your phone while you waited? That, that was the other thing. I was like, <laughs> I have this thing that like if someone peered over my shoulder and I was on Instagram, I just can't do it because I feel like judged like, oh, this bitch yeah, is on her. Yeah. Like she has nothing better to do than look at Instagram. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, I guess I could get some emailing done. I'm like, why am I here at this like sceny hot place emailing? Like two storefronts down waiting for this couple to arrive. But luckily, finally, my friends came. And um, the best part of the night, I think, is that uh, because we were outside, I made a dog friend, um, Bert, the schnauzer. Bert? Yes. Okay. He introduced himself. Yes. Bert sat on Mm -hmm. my feet uh, the whole time away from his parents. And so I felt like that was (laughs) a win. But Bert's parents were at a table, and uh, which two other people had just gotten up from, and these okay. two people had two, like what appeared to be untouched entirely, drinks on the table. Okay, yeah. And so Bert's parents a- approached, and they were like, "Is anyone sitting here?" <laughs> and we're like, "No, we think that they left." And my guy friend who I was with had his chair angled towards that table. And he was like, listen, I don't think they touched their drinks. I really don't think they did. (laughs) So I think that you guys should have the drinks. 
And, um, you know, they were like joking around. They're like, yeah, I think that, you know, this alcohol would kill anything. But like it was like, you know, just like a entry point for conversation with strangers. But my friend, I forgot, has this like prank betting thing that he likes to do that like propels him in life. And so I wasn't really thinking about it, but he's like watching this couple and then like every 20 minutes, like insert something about the drinks that are on the table that they haven't cleared, you know, that are still there and brings it back up. And then like an hour into them sitting there, we notice that they've had the drinks (laughs) that the strangers left previously. And then they, you know, they'd say goodbye and Bert leaves my feet and everything. And my friend goes, yes. And I was like, what are you? And he's like, I knew it. I knew they would drink the drinks. I can't believe they drank the drinks. And I'm like, this motherfucker has been having like nice conversation with us. But the entire time he's been playing this game that he wants these strangers to drink these strange drinks. And they did it. They did it. They drank strangers drinks. And he won. I think it took definitely, it seems like that was their second or their third drink. <laughs> yeah, was yes, Stranger's drink, yes, right? Okay, that yes. makes total sense. Which I is something, it. that was a joke I threw into polite conversation. Maybe after those drinks, you'll be more likely yeah. to drink those <laughs> drinks. <laughs> you know, so we, we made <laughs> a little game out of the evening. I love it. Did you go with Cassie? No. Cassie is, uh, she puts her foot down. She does not want to go out or see people and I respect that so I don't push I just like just leave me a little cookies and milk oh yeah she sent me um she sent me a picture of uh pizza and wings and I was like I'll be there in a minute (laughs) (laughs) time to go that's all you have to do um so sweet yeah so that's my going out story did you go out this past uh week we stayed in. My father-in-law was visiting us this weekend. Ooh, so boy. I, uh, yeah, we had a little family barbecue, which was really nice. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm also getting used to what it's like to host people mm-hmm. again. And I'm like, it's an all-day thing. It's yeah. an all-weekend thing to, like, prepare for one meal for people, other people. Yeah, and also you start <laughs> like judging, like, yeah, exactly. You start judging, like, every <laughs> aspect of your house and your life. It's like, oh, yeah, my gosh, I exactly. hope no one looks into this corner at this, like, board yes. on the ground. Yeah. Yes, I'm, like, cleaning cleaning the rooms upstairs in case somebody go- somehow goes upstairs <laughs> yeah. to check out the place. Zach was Zach was legit weeding he was weeding 30 minutes before people came i'm like honey now it's not go get in the shower you're on grill duty his dad his dad was so nice he was helping us with something in the patio we have this mosquito problem and he was convinced he's like the way you, you wash you wash and then you put a clorox rinse everywhere and so also, two hours before everyone arrives, Zach and his father <laughs> oh, have gone to the no. hardware store, picked up a gallon of Clorox. No. And <laughs> Everyone's arriving I'm like, like going to drive. <laughs> smell like bleach smell? to anyone? As long as this dries before people come, I'm all for it. Did it but work? It actually, it did work for a few hours. And then at night, they started coming back. Oh, but okay. for the time when people were there... I guess it did the trick. Anyway, I chalk it up to a nice, nice, you know, father-son activity. (laughs) And dousing the place in Clorox. (laughs) Dousing. Yeah, exactly. But I got back, so I got back Saturday um, and went straight into hosting, hosting duties. So I'm coming down from like just a lot of shit because this week... I wrapped the um, horror film that I've been working yes. on for the last month, and it kind of goes into my my whole Your eel sex my, of my the day? topic. Yeah, my topic for the day. Yeah, because so I was in this scary movie uh, that had lots of elements of scary in it, but I have to admit something. Yeah, I don't Tell actually me. like scary movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm there with you. It's not that I don't, it's not a like. I should I should say it's not that I don't like them. It's that I'm too scared to watch them. Yeah. Well, I do feel like that taps into why horror fanatics 
like horror films. They like the feeling of being scared. It gives them like this energetic high and it's like yes. a roller coaster rush. Yes. Yeah. You're exactly right. But yeah. there's so much there's so many horror films out there and I think it might be like one of if not the most lucrative genre because production costs are super low yeah yeah hey zombie I mean, trailer on camps. a zombie film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those green titties were were cheap yeah exactly <laughs> um is that what you're talking about uh, today you're talking about um yes horror films i'm talking about horror films i'm not really? talking about like i'm not going i'm not talking about particular films particular i'm not i'm not trying i'm talking about why the fuck people like to watch scary movies okay it's been on my mind as I work on this. So this, this I think I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, what's your topic? I'm done for the day. <laughs> Miss know it all. Jeez. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I I thought if I can get a little intellectual about it, yeah. I can prep myself for any future scary films that come my way. Okay. Because this bitch ain't, this bitch ain't saying no <laughs> to an offer. <laughs> I'm not in a position <laughs> to say no. I, I mean, your experience being a part of a horror film, that part is not scary in the same way as like being a consumer of a horror film. I mean, you see all the behind the scenes mechanics That's that go into making totally. something scary. So... Yeah. Totally. And that helped. That helped a lot because when I first read the script, I found it scary. Really? Yeah, I found it oh scary. It's a page turner. And I was and I found parts of it gross. Yeah. And it was just it was fucking scary. And then what you're really hyping me, up the the film. <laughs> well, if you're if you're a horror film person, you'll like it. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, it was just, I was nervous reading the script. I was like, what's going to happen next? What happens to me is scary. I get like burnt to a crisp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. the shit oh, that my character. I got I got a, a little oil burn <laughs> on my arm this weekend. That's something else that happened. It was scary. Let me tell you. That's how I'm connecting to your character. And so my person gets my, my person gets burned to a crisp, right? And so I'm like, <laughs> there's all this character work that you have to do, right, to get into the role. Mm-hmm. So my she so you know, there's a whole relationship that she has with different people. I'm developing that, but then there's this physical part of it where I'm being burned <laughs> and after after I've been burnt, I have this conversation with somebody in the film and I and then I'm like okay what would I feel like post burn mid action or you survive the burning and then you're like you have like you're bandaged up and then you're having like a real life conversation or you're like I'm you know I'm, I'm not burning in this <laughs> and this is a conversation we're having so my character I don't know how what I can. Yeah, you're trying not to spoil. uh, Yeah, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. But while the wounds are still fresh, I'm having a conversation with someone. (laughs) Okay. And so I go into this like deep Google rabbit hole, researching what it's like to be burned. It was actually pretty dramatic because I was watching real life like footage of people burning themselves like self-immolation which is different because those people are choosing to burn themselves out of like protest usually um like monks that's a that's a thing that that happens yeah and so I was watching these black and white films from like back in the day of monks burning themselves and I'm like (laughs) trying to be as technical as possible because it's incredibly disturbing but what's crazy is that when you're burning it's only the first few minutes that are super painful. Because then you just go numb. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I'm doing this fucking research. I'm getting nervous at home. I'm I'm anxious. Zach's like, honey, what's what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? What's going on? I'm imagining myself being burned to death. I'm pretty nervous right now. Oh my God. And so so and then I'm on set and I'm like, okay, I've got I've got the whole thing. And they start and they they do the makeup. And I ask them, what's your inspiration for the, for the burn look? Mm. And they tell me, they show me a picture from this, 
the show Chernobyl. Did you ever yeah, see that? Yeah. Do you remember those burn victims? No. Oh. Do not show me. Okay. Don't. I see you looking down like you're going to show me something. Let me just imagine I it. just want you to see what I looked like. Okay. I'll, I'll look at you. I'll look okay, at you. Okay. Look at, look at me. Ah! <laughs> Which my, my person there is showcasing third degree critical burns. You know, she's coming in with oh bright reds, scabs. God. They put K- they put KY gel on my face. Not the first <laughs> to time. To make it look <laughs> to make it look shiny. Oh God. Isn't KY gel only a like lube sexual thing? Yes, but also my dog Enzo, who was a very old dog, he got his little wee woo stuck out in his old age because oh. it would like he'd oh. like take it out and then it would dry and then the oh, vet, <laughs> yeah, you had to use KY <laughs> to get it oh. back in. Oh my Which God. again, I mean, there there's a wee woo involved, so yeah, I do think that it's um it's you know okay. wee woo related. I thought so, but I didn't say anything because the makeup artist was just like, now for the KY, now for the KY. But they put ex- <laughs> put extensions in my hair and then fucked up the extensions and burned them. This is so really intense. It was wild. Um, this is the, the kind of makeup that I have on is the shit that I turn away from when, it, when I'm watching something like Chernobyl. Like I couldn't watch those scenes yeah. because they were so lifelike for me that it was just too. It was just too much. Your ear looks like a like a dog treat. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like this ripened. Yeah, like this little like pig up. ear, like chewables. <laughs> like it looks like you could yes. just like pop your ear off and then like yes. give it to Enzo as his wee woo is being put back in. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, Logan. Lo- I just, I just am reading Logan. You. You have caught on fire before? We knew this. Oh, mm-hmm. from drinking. That stupid drinking thing you did. Okay, what is that sensation like? So it had spread because the alcohol had splashed in my face. So the fire spread across my face. And then I was with these idiot boys. So they're blowing on my face. And then it was oh spreading God. the fire onto my face. So my whole eyebrow was like Logan. singed. <laughs> and I'm like... Bad no, I'm like, choices. Slap. Yeah. Bad yeah. Choices. Bad choices. Bad choices. So I like am slapping it, slapping it, slapping it. It's like horrible, horrible, horrible pain. And then you should have just waited a few minutes. I would have gone numb eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I had to go to the oh, the burn unit. Uh, yeah. Did you have do you have any scarring? It comes out sometimes in the sun. So I have to mm. be careful. Did you use a lot of KY gel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to need a gallon, a gallon of KY gel. <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, it was it was nice to to see the art and all the technical stuff behind making a scary movie so I could hopefully be a little less scared. I'm going to test it out and like watch us try to watch a scary movie to see like if that helps me realize it's not real. Yeah. But I did I ended up looking into like why why people like it because something is happening psychologically and I'm sure mm-hmm. biologically that like some people like it and and some people don't and you said Stevie you don't like scary movies I don't I I have a um one of my close friends who I used to be a lot closer with is a director and she mm-hmm. writes and directs primarily horror films um and anthology mm-hmm series and so when we were closer i would go with her to various different premieres and screenings and events and so there was like a period of time in my life where i got used to going to horror films and i like i i think i developed techniques in order to make myself okay with uh going my technique is covering my ears okay so a big one is i think is the audio like the way that the sound design like the sound design is so important for a horror film and to me it really is like the scariest part like I could if I watched it without sound I don't think I would be scared so yes that that's one of the things although that's not a very cool thing to do (laughs) when you're with your horror film director friend at like a premiere event so that's not one that I could like (laughs) 
really hardcore adopt without being judged. Closing your eyes. Okay, so my biggest thing, and I don't know if this would work for everyone, but I pick a corner of the screen to look at. And so that way, like, you can't see me cover my eyes, my ears aren't plugged or whatever. I'm looking straight ahead, but, like, I'm actually looking in, like, the tiniest corner of the screen. So, yeah. So, like, that's the image that I'm focusing on so that, yeah, and it really, really works. That's smart. That's super smart. And it is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, even in previews in a theater, if there's a scary movie preview, I'm that bitch that's screaming. You are screaming? You scream? Oh, I jump. I'm super, like, any of that, uh, what is that called? Those, like, jump scare. Jump scare. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Okay. You're more reactive than I am. I don't, there's no audible screaming or um, flinching that I do. I think it's just like, deep-seated psychological fear that I have. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin over here. I mean, listen, you got to play it cool. When you're at those types of events, you got to play it cool. Okay, I'm going to, I think that's something for me to, I I totally think I can do that. Stare at a point on the screen and and keep like talking to yourself in your mind. Yeah, exactly. That and also like um, a lot of alcohol is really nice. (laughs) That also just helps the situation, but I acknowledge that's not always a possibility. It's not always a thing. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, And we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So I looked at some research on on what this attraction to horror is. Because again, if I intellectualize it, maybe I can fucking conquer it and there were three things that the that this psychologist kind of talked about one of them is tension Mm -hmm. which they create using mystery suspense gore which mm, nasty terror shock all of those things create the tension the other one is relevance I thought this one was really interesting because what it's saying is that people are the who like these horror films are attracted to the theme that's depicted so like uh, fear of death or people coming around on a social issue so like Jordan Peele's film Mm -hmm. Get Out where the scary thing was racism Mm -hmm. right so like that's a film that I felt like I could watch a little bit more easily because I was like yeah okay I can I can get behind this social issue (laughs) yeah and watch it this way or like do you remember Saw did you ever watch any of the Saw movies I think so. It's been a minute, but I think so. Yeah. The idea was like the person, the person that was uh, the people being killed had committed some kind of moral. Okay. Okay. uh, Like a Dexter-esque type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like even as somebody who. Like justice. There's like some kind of justice. Justice. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So there's the relevance. And then the last one was. Un, they call it unrealism. This is the idea that the movie watcher knows that what they're watching is fake, but they're entertained by the experience. They're entertained by the fact that like the the movie maker has made something super realistic. You know, what's whatever the music, the, mm-hmm. the 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 angles that they're using, all of that. But they're they're entertained by the fact that this is like. Uh, kind of realistic experience that they know they're actually safe from. So the the movies that always scared me the most are the ones that like yeah. I would think about afterwards in the broader horror genre were like the psychological thriller types where totally. like I'm not fully convinced that this couldn't happen. And especially yeah. like <laughs> in this like true crime world that we live in yeah. where mm-hmm. – Bad shit is happening constantly. Like, growing up, I Mm. wasn't afraid of 
monsters. I was afraid that my parents were going to get into a car accident or like a burglar was going to come in and accidentally shoot me and like all these like real life things that could happen. Not this, you know, like classic horror trope, like creature, you know, like the girl from the ring or whatever is going to come. The ring. Come out of the ring. The ring was an interesting (laughs) one. The ring was, in my memory, like one of the more, like it stands out to me as like that was scary. Like that was a scary movie, but it was super entertaining. I don't know why I even watched The Ring, probably because there was so much hype around it. But um, yeah, that kind of is a borderline psychological thriller type of thing but yeah there i was gonna say there's this like response from at least like the indie horror film community people that i know when i was hanging Mm -hmm. out around them which is like this like laughter or like joy in that Mm. way as like part of the mutant the horror movie watching experience where it's like that was awesome and so ridiculous that that happened i'm gonna laugh now and i'm like I can't. That's not. That's not producing that. <laughs> How response. are you guys letting go? Like, How are you what? letting go so quickly? But they talk about that where they say that the people again that love it, like your friends, there's this intense relief, right? After the movie ends or after mm. whatever has happened, that's a super positive feeling that trumps the scare. And that's the desirable thing. You're so high tension that as soon as it's over, it's like, ugh. Yeah, but for me, like you, I guess, it's like that super positive feeling doesn't come. No. (laughs) I've just been traumatized. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I should just remember that movies aren't real, you know, but like, (laughs) it's so fucking scary. Yeah, I think that also arguably a good horror film does make you think after the fact. So it's, it's, I think those things are in competition with each other. I didn't even watch Scream because I was too scared. But that scene, I've seen clips of the beginning of the movie where Drew Barrymore picks up the phone. That was so scary to me. Yeah, because it seems real. It seems like it It would actually happen. Yeah. That for up until that movie came out in 96. Yeah, I was too young to see it. We were like seven years old. We were too young. No. Yeah. But I didn't I thought that scene, just from the clip, I was like, oh, she's babysitting. She's at somebody else's house and she's locked. Okay, in my mind, it was a babysitting scene. So I kid you not, I was always a little bit scared when I was babysitting somebody at night. I was like, don't pick up the fucking phone. I don't care if it's the parents. Yeah. Stay focused. I just found out yesterday when I was looking up Scream that that has nothing to do with babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) She's just at her house watching a movie with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she picks up the phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So anyway, crazy town. Crazy but here's, here's, I got a little bit of relief because I read that people who are less empathetic enjoy horror films more. Okay? So huh. I'm going to take that as a personal win. I like on the scale of empathy, I don't. I would, I'm not, you know, on the... Yeah, we know. Thing, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, 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 you would think that I would enjoy horror <laughs> films, I guess is what I would say. Steve, he's like, um, I don't have uh, mm, uh, feelings. Uh, so uh, you would think I would like horror films. Uh, well, it's feeling feelings for others yeah. in particular. The, the yeah. gore thing, I do not understand. Like, I cannot... I I don't it doesn't scare me and it also is not entertaining to me. I I don't understand Does it the gross gore. you out? Yes. Or or you're numb to it. No, it like, grosses the stupid. No, it totally grosses me out, which is a different feeling than being scared, I think. So it is like an, an additional like thing that people who like f- horror films yes. like to view. Like I, I don't But they say that gore relates to tension, not necessarily fear. So gore helps create the tension and then all these other elements lead to fear. So, I mean, it's just nasty. It's just nasty, okay? Just like your face. But but I thought I'd bring it back to to dating since we, we so recently talked about it. 
OkCupid, they did a bunch of research, and this is long ago, okay, but they did a bunch of research that identified three questions that would help determine couple compatibility. And one of those questions is, do you like horror movies? Hmm. The idea is that if you and your partner or your prospective partner are answering the same, then you have, you know, it, it links to whether or not you're, you're meant, you're meant for each other. I don't believe in that. I think. I believe in that. Really? Because well, Cassie yes. and I don't have the same, like, tastes in movies and TV. Like, no, we, it doesn't you know, say it's, it's the, the question is not, do you like the same things? It's on only the particular on horror. subject on horror. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, neither one of us like horror films well i know because i asked cassie i asked cassie some of these questions these three questions to see <laughs> how she would answer <laughs> because i asked zach as well are you so, is Stevie, this gonna become a horror film for me in real time <laughs> dun, dun, dun. it's about to become gory real quick oh <laughs> and i feel like i'm gonna be the recipient you freaking had a you had an interview with cassie that you both have been like just not talking about yeah, why would I talk about it with you? I mean, but she's like, she's just, she. what else is she lying to me about? That's where my mind goes. I'm going to have to take this up with her immediately. Not only did I learn Cassie's answers to these questions, but I also learned that she's a lovely person Were you to texting text with. when I was at I the bar? I love her use <laughs> of emojis. <laughs> Really? Exclamation points. And I I found that so interesting given, you know, little miss uptight over here who doesn't want to <laughs> drop a <laughs> drop a crying drop a. emoji. <laughs> um, that is so interesting. Did she get back to you in a timely manner from the time oh, you texted? Yeah. What? Super fast. Super fast. Yeah. But I'll start I'll start with Zach and my answer. So these are the questions. Oh, I'm sorry. You know. You're just going to tease Cassie's part and then you're gonna wait. I'm creating my own horror film right now, right? <laughs> I know. So there are only three questions. Only one of them is, do you like horror movies? Okay. Zach and I, both of our answers was no. Yeah. Okay. The next question is, have you ever traveled around another country alone? Mm. Both of our answers is yes. Weirdly, both of our answers, yes, in Mexico. Wow. Okay. The next one, <laughs> wouldn't wow. it be fun to chuck it all and go live on a sailboat? Mm. Fuck no. A sailboat is very specific. So Zach and I are. What I'm saying is we're perfectly you're, compatible, yeah, and I want to know. Compatible, yeah. I want to know whether or not you guys are going to last. So Stevie, what's your answer to do you like horror movies? I don't like horror movies. I also know Cassie doesn't like horror movies. Oh, well, there you go. Good. Very nice. Have you traveled around another country alone? I have not traveled around another country alone. I don't know what Cassie would define as alone for herself <laughs> because she could have gone either way on that. Okay, well, Cassie said yes for the country one. And then for sailboat for you, wouldn't it be fun? I feel like I know your answer to this question. Um, well, it's interesting because we've recently talked. So the friend that uh, dared the people to drink the drinks, he yeah. does a lot of sailing. And so okay. uh, he and another friend are into that type of thing and they've gone on multiple trips. And I recently yeah. to Cassie was like, I would like to go on a trip. And she was like, I would not. Uh, <laughs> so um, my guess is that. But here's the complicated part. She wants to go anywhere that's not Los Angeles so I mm. think she answered no, that she wouldn't want to live on a sailboat, but she has an instinct of like wanting to get the fuck out of here. So yeah. yeah. But what's your answer? I would not want to live on a sailboat. I was suggesting we go on a little jaunt, a nice jaunt, <laughs> perhaps a private chef on board, have a lot of lobster, Ooh, you know, a tropical Yes, like vacay. a below deck exactly. situation. Oh, and Cassie yes. loves below deck. But I the drama, am into it too. the drama. So, yeah, that's my full context. Well, I don't want to upset you or anything, but I think tonight you two should have a talk. Because <laughs> she wanted <laughs> she to below yes. deck it? Well, that's she I gave you the context yes. if she wants to you get did. out of L.A. Um, you did. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to talk about uh, why the sailboat adventures I offered have not <laughs> yeah. met her standards. Well, maybe this question will kind of get her thinking about this this new possibility of life she could have with you. Okay. 
Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, what a transition into my topic, which you kind of may already know I'm talking about, but you've forgotten. I got um, back to the emoji of it all. I got there's a point at which I got pretty heated about uh, some email, some email tendencies that people have. And, you know, you rightfully curtailed my rant uh, because that was not the topic of conversation. But I thought to myself, you know, I'd like to bring to the table things that I'm very passionate about. And one of the things that I'm passionate about is emailing in the proper way and not Mm. fucking pissing me off when you contact (laughs) me. And just like generally things that I think people should be aware of. Are you going to direct me to the email? that you're referencing to, that I sent you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. Start there. No, I Googled. I was like, surely uh, before I go on my merry way of uh, outlining the things that I, that really peeve me off. Is that a, for, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll see what other people are saying. I mean, it, it, it turns out I'm, I'm pretty pissed about a situation that not a lot of people are pissed about because <laughs> Like, the number one thing on multiple lists was, like, grammar. I don't fucking Uh. give a shit about grammar in an email. Like, an email's purpose is to, like, clearly communicate something. And um, as long as you're doing that, the whole, like, I'm I'm pissed about grammar thing. Like, girl, if you're pissed about grammar, you're going to be pissed <laughs> your entire life about everyone around you. Um, yeah. And that so that didn't make my my list. But I wanted to back up. And I mean, to me, I told you I get hundreds of emails a day. I'm constantly yeah. emailing as I'm doing other things. I would like to add that. I also have an email system that I've implemented that I've used Mm, for the mm -hmm. past decade plus. And that's I use my inbox as like almost a to do list. Yeah. So I have a bunch of different folders and subfolders that I sort things into. And as I'm going through my email, I'll answer or engage and then I'll sort it out of my inbox into one of the folders. And so like. I have an, an, a healthy amount of anxiety associated with purely my inbox that I like to keep as clean as possible. So, like, okay. at the end of the day, if my inbox is, like, going off of one screen scroll, I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to <laughs> I've got to do more to empty right. my inbox. Um, so just all that to say, so you like, just start deleting emails. There's, like, sorry. Oh my God. There's, I just, there's so, there's so many emails. And if you're, you know, in a job where email is a part of your life and you're listening right now, I'm sure there's little things that your coworkers do that take you off or, or external partners or whatever it is. So I mentioned before the things that piss me off. Hey team, when you're not on the same team as someone, um, which, of course, falls into the greeting category, <laughs> which we'll get to. <laughs> and then smiley faces in a professional email. Yep. yep. Okay, so we'll let's start with greetings. I think that, in general, email communication falls closer to the casual side of the spectrum than it does to, like, the overly formal side of things. When you're using email, you're using it to get a fairly timely response in a professional way with other people. You're not fucking getting out like a business letterhead and like writing out or Mm. typing up like a letter that needs to go out. So like in your greeting, there's a number of ways that are acceptable, but like you don't want to go overly formal, in my opinion, with your reach out. Now, I'm not going to get bent out of shape if you do. I'm just trying to lay out the scene for for people. Okay, but here. give me an example. Like what what's an ex- what's a acceptable So either greeting. if it's emailing internally with with people, I don't have a greeting. I skip the greeting altogether often. You go straight to the body. You go straight to the message. Mm. There's a point, there's no need for fluff. There's a reason that you're having this communication. You know the person very well, and you're trying to both achieve something. No need for a, a greeting in that particular case. No need for a sign-off 
in that case. Hmm. You know who I am. You know why I'm reaching out to you. It's a simple, straightforward thing. Mm, I can predict you have a thing with best. (laughs) Um, We'll get to sign-offs. We'll get to (laughs) sign-offs. But I just feel so. Like, give me some, give me some greetings. Hi, person's name. Okay, comma. great. Acceptable. Sometimes, sometimes, okay. I had an exclamation point if uh-huh. it was somebody okay. was excited to talk about. Okay, uh, talk to. But like a hi. Yeah, dear. I would not no, use dear. No, that that's too formal. That's weird. Yeah, it's like dear and sincerely are in the same that's category. Weird. Yeah, exactly. But I think that there's like a generational thing here. Oh, f- oh, because. For sure. Sure, yeah. Because my dad starts his text messages with dear <laughs> Negin. <laughs> and he signs love, comma, daddy. <laughs> so, you know, I can't, I can't fault him. That's funny. I also nice. sign things love, comma, daddy. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely yeah. a generational thing. But, I, you know, let's, let's fall into the general, like, What's pool. some stuff that you haven't liked? Like, is, what have people sent you that has been offensive? I was going to say that hi works. I go with hey a lot. Hey, hey, yeah. hey there. Or hey, so and so, or hi. Mm-hmm. I also I tr- I'm trying to go with a y'all situation <laughs> versus a hey guys situation because I know it's like gendered. So I'm trying to like switch my yeah. mindset into mm-hmm. into a y'all. And I was trying to think of like greetings that overly piss me off. The only thing that I could think of was spelling someone's name incorrectly or misunderstanding oh. what their name is. That really pisses me off if you can't take a second oh my god to breathe yeah. before you're sending out an email like if you call me steve i'm gonna think you're a fucking moron like i hate that and then you're gonna be really steve. fucking surprised when we correspond oh via god. anything else people other must than an think email that you're people must often think that you're a dude yeah yeah um, oh. Which we have pronouns in our signature, but like if you're calling me Steve, you're not reading the pronouns in my <laughs> signature. I'll tell you that much. Literally, literally, somebody wrote "Happy Birthday, Negin" on Facebook, where my profile says my name and spelt it. It's written, and they spelt it incorrectly. So those things confuse me. I mean, do you not have any respect Honestly, for yourself? I'm, any value I'm for yourself? I'm getting worked up talking about this. That's you're what right. I'm I am fucking pissed. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a. Yeah, a judge and get pissed thing. Like, am I sitting there going, mm-hmm. fuck it, Steve? You know. <laughs> but am I like, you idiot? Like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Okay, let's get into the meat of what okay, pisses you off on Okay, so email. when I first was a little baby in the professional world getting introduced, one thing that pissed me off was abbreviations. Um, EOD, hmm. E-O-W, hmm. F-Y-I. Uh, O-O-T, like all of those. I was like, these morons, like why are you using this stuff? And my my one of my first bosses would like forward emails and it would just say like FYI. And I'm like, FYI, yeah. take the effort to show me, what, like tell me what you want me to get out of this. I just really hated him. So I think I was like applying yeah, that to projecting things. It. Mm-hmm. Now I don't mind them at all. I use them all the time. The thing I do mind mm-hmm. is if you use a uh, acronym, uh, abbreviation, acronym, whatever, that's like specific, like to your company or to your like, mm. you know, like little branch of the industry. And then I'm sitting For there example, like um, decoding. I yeah. I'm yeah. like Googling. I don't know if you've tried to Google a thing like yeah. that, but mm-hmm. like. 25 50 things will pop up and then you're like going through going all right does this match yeah. what they said no <laughs> does this match what they said no and then you're like i don't and then all of a sudden like you're an on idiot. urban dictionary <laughs> yeah yeah you're like oh this email really took pissed. a turn <laughs> now another thing that i don't like is the bcc there are a couple reasons i don't like a bcc <laughs> I feel as if it perpetuates this land of secrecy Mm. that shouldn't exist in this professional context because it can go a couple ways. Mm -hmm. One way is if I'm BCC'd on, let's say, a sensitive email. (laughs) 
Let's say I, a salary negotiation. <laughs> it was yeah, it's some email that yeah. I've been BCC'd on and the and the thought is who's ever BCC'd me doesn't think it's appropriate to CC me where people can see that I see it. <laughs> and <laughs> the situation that creates is I'm going through answering hundreds of emails a day. You want mm. me to recognize that I'm BCC'd yeah. and not CC'd. And then if I reply all to that email, how fucking embarrassing is that for the person that's involved, for the person that BCC'd me, for me? It puts everyone in a terrible situation. Like, why not forward? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. Forward, just want to (laughs) FYI. I also, I which I'm guilty of still, but it's very, very dangerous, is when you're on a thread and you want mm-hmm. to shit talk some of the people on the thread, and they're always external people, okay? Um, and <laughs> okay, by Logan, shit, don't get a By <laughs> shit talk, I mean, like, you know, you want to have a side combo about yeah. the situation. So you take those people oh, take off, off the thread- and then you reply. So dangerous. To, it's so dangerous. You're playing with fire. It is so dangerous. One time, and then luckily, and I'll, I never want this to happen again, but one time I was working at a company and I was talking to these showrunners of the show that we were producing and they were being mm-hmm. real assholes. And I was going to, I took them off the thread to email my boss to say yeah. that they're being real assholes. And I oh didn't take them off the thread. <gasps> and I died. And the good, the end result to that was that they felt like me telling them that they were being assholes woke them up to the fact that they were being assholes. So they changed what, what? they were doing so they weren't being assholes. That is a, which is like that's the a best, one in a million yeah, situation. Which is the best <laughs> possible situation. Were they dudes? But, and they're dudes, yeah. But I like... Okay died and so like i my god i cannot yeah and i have that's also why i have a delay on my emails so that like i can catch them before they go out if i'm like oh i forgot to see you know take this person off yeah or whatever my favorite email feature is the unsend yeah where within like a few seconds of whatever you which i use constantly it's like once once or twice a week i am hitting unsend oh, as yeah. quickly as possible um and i realize like as i'm saying this i know this is so nerdy and ridiculous but like also is it not relatable is this not something that everyone has to go through on a regular yes, basis all of the time and you know hate to break it to you but like every re- email that you receive <laughs> was not beautifully designed just for you <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's there's you a, there's and everyone a, there's, a, there's yeah. so many people yeah that's that's actually the best use of the bcc back to the bcc is mm-hmm. if you're emailing a large group of people and you don't want anyone to have their contacts i've seen mm. a misuse mm-hmm. in which somebody should have used the bcc and they use the cc oh. and it was some creator related thing so like a list of Revealed. like 75 <gasps> oh, creator personal emails got out. And then like, I mean, I don't, we can't move on to the reply all yet, but like, let me tell you who doesn't know how to email and use email, <laughs> creators. <laughs> because then oh, really? like, then it was just like an avalanche of, you know, 50 fucking like, where was I supposed to get this email? Hey, how you doing? Blah, oh, blah, blah. God. And this whole thing. And it was, oh, it was God. interesting. Somebody was like, DM me for... For partnership ideas. (laughs) Yeah. Now that I have so-and-so's contact. The other reason I hate the BCC is if I don't know that you've been BCC'd in a email thread, I I will talk to you about a topic as if you don't know about it because I don't know that you've been BCC'd. And so then when I get the, oh, yeah, I know about that, and it registers to me oh, they were BCC'd without my knowledge. Oh. It is infuriating to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. can I just, like, it would be great if I knew that. Is it infuriating because you feel like somebody went behind your back? Yeah, I think that the, I think it feels almost like a betrayal that like, hey, this could have been a conversation that we are all knowingly a part of, but you mm. decided that 
I don't need the knowledge that they know about this thing. And so now, like, we've had this, like, stunted part of the conversation that could Mm. have been avoided with a forward, Mm -hmm. with a forward in a a CC situation. So that's my biggest thing is please don't misuse the BCC. Just use the forward. I I don't think anybody will after after this conversation. I really want to know, though, like in the meat of the yeah, email, okay, okay. Is there some shit that like yeah mm, makes you want to? We're getting there. We're going. We're pull going out through your hoops. I, I, my hoops. I um <laughs> to the reply. I do want to talk about the reply versus the reply all because when mm-hmm. I googled what the biggest pet peeves were and they were all did not align with mine. One of the pet peeves was um that people don't like it when people reply all. Which the creator case I gave you is a great example of that. But I want to talk about the reverse case, which is when people only reply to the sender of the email and yet you've CC'd a number of people that also need the reply. Yeah. That happens more often than not. And then you have to go and add the people again. And then oftentimes it happens Mm. again. And it's like, do you not know how to use the reply all button? Like, is that... And that's, again, I go back to my judgy place and I go, this person doesn't know how to use email. Okay. You know, I have a suggestion for that. Okay. I think if you're the one initiating the email, perhaps you anticipate that and say, please reply all. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not showing my hand that like, I think you're an idiot, please reply all. <laughs> then maybe I don't think you works. have to worry about people wondering. I think people know that you think they're idiots. <laughs> At this at this minute in the podcast, <laughs> I think we've established okay. that. So uh, do I need to. I, I got really worked up. I mean, I guess that's the point of my part of this you podcast. Got, you got hot. Really worked up. Um, okay, worked up. we're into the body. Yeah. Okay. Tone. You know, I said I don't like a smiley face. The reason people use a smiley face is because they're trying to. They're trying to lighten the mood. You know, they're trying yeah. to say like, hey, I'm asking you for something, but I'm a nice person. And I, right. you know, like I'm trying to convey that like it's not that serious, <laughs> but it is. Or they're, they're not trying to be abrupt. Exactly. They're trying to infuse some friendliness into the situation. Okay. What I feel is acceptable is something that you noted earlier, which is the use of the exclamation point. And this is controversial. This is controversial because I understand you could you could dislike the use of the yeah. exclamation point. Mm-hmm. But I think it serves the same purpose that a smiley face serves without going smiley face. So I mm-hmm. do feel like the exclamation point has a place in email <laughs> communication. And I and I think you yeah. agree based on your I think it's a fair assessment of what generally works but like also why can't an exclamation and a smiley work why can't like using them why do we have to like say like smiling and all of that stuff is a bad form of communication why can't we also just get behind the fact that that's how somebody communicates and that doesn't rewind under Mm -hmm. are you admitting to smiley face usage in professional emails (laughs) (laughs) oh you are. I've totally. You are. I've used them before. I've used the crying. Oh, for sure, I have. And I see how wow. my point could be way more like get to the point. Wow. But let's just say I'm a multi-layered individual <laughs> who's trying to communicate more than one thing at the same time. I I think that's fair about you know it goes into the whole like you shouldn't say I think before something you should just say what mm, you think um, what you think mm-hmm. or you shouldn't apologize for anything I think that there's some <laughs> truth but there's you also think? a lot of gray mm-hmm. area there like let's not like overcorrect the situation you know like I will I know that it is my job as a boss to be demanding of people constantly it's not a position that I Um, like personally enjoy being in, but as a necessity of what I do. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think that like, and and me in boss mode and me in friend mode are two 
different people to a great mm. extent. Mm-hmm. But like whenever I can like infuse those things, I try to. Um, mm-hmm. And so I feel like all the things that we're talking about are ways to try and not be as cold in conversation. And also like yeah. my opinion on saying, which I'll do often, I'll say apologies, but whatever, it, it is designed to kind of soften the blow of me about, you know, telling you that you're an idiot or that you like fuck something up. I hate it. I hate it when people write that shit. Apologies. Don't mean to be rude, but. Oh, I would never say don't mean to be rude. No offense. You're like, I just. But you really fucked this up. No, I I think it's like my use case is more like what's really grating is like per our conversation. Like when you drop (laughs) a per our conversation, that's like throwing down the gauntlet. That's like. I am fucking pissed at you and you are going to know that I am and per our last conversation, this. (laughs) And that's just like, you have forgotten what we agreed on. Um, But like you can do an apology when you like, you're like, I don't know, maybe there's a 10% chance that I'm wrong in this case. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When you read people's emails, do you read it and and you know them? Do you read it kind of like in their voice? Do you imagine them saying it to you? No, because I am, my goal is to answer quickly and to the best of my ability and sort it out. What does that have to do with that? I just don't. (laughs) I like am like in a meeting as I'm reading the email and I don't yeah. I don't have a voice association. I'm not like, oh, I can't oh. wait for this next one. Hello. <laughs> it's me. That's Martin. <laughs> <laughs> for me, that's what I it, even when I'm going fast, I'm imagining the person do it. Huh. That's saying fun. It out, I'm seeing their that's I'm so seeing their fun. face. I love um, it that. can also just make it a little bit more traumatic if I'm getting an intense email because I'm like, he's he's mad at me. Oh. Or Stevie's like, apologies, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. What else? What okay, else? Okay. I, I realize I'm spending a lot of time here. I'll, I'll kind of speed through the other ones. This one, uh, this makes sense. We're on sign-offs now. I don't have a problem <laughs> with best. I use a thanks uh, or like looking forward to it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't have, there's not many things that bother me. I cannot stand the X or XX in a professional email. I use it mm. personally. In a professional email. Yes. There's a small handful of people that will XX me. And I'm just like, no, let's mm. not, we're not. That's We're not homies in that, yeah. in that way. Don't XX yeah. me. Um, but I mean, nothing else really bothers me. Even the sincerely, it's not going to creep me out. Trigger you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are there sign-offs that you were anticipating that I had a problem with? Based on, based on like your your kind of like revolt at a greeting. I thought, for instance, you would be like, don't say anything. Just walk out the fucking door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no period. Sign even. offs don't. are passe. They are out. <laughs> um, sometimes you'll get like a God bless Comma. and you're like, Ooh. oh, yeah, that's interesting. That's telling a God, God bless. bless. Ugh, let's not. Have you gotten that from like a young person? No, no, I feel no. like that's an old person thing. It's an old person thing. Um, yeah. It's like, dear Steve, <laughs> God bless <laughs> Martin. Um, and then, you know, I know I've been talking for a long time at a very um, rapid pace, but <laughs> my last thing is like, <laughs> I don't send emails after 7 p.m. I will mm. schedule emails to usually at like to arrive at 8 a.m. the next day, even though technically the workday starts at 9. Okay. But I think nighttime emails are icky. Mm-hmm. The, the broad issue is that people, if people feel compelled to answer or if yes. they're on, right? Like if you have a culture of not even looking at your email, then that's one thing. But if... You're yeah. always on it. Then if you yeah, feel I a sense it. of like I must answer this or guilt, like I hate that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I myself like I used to have um my email notifications turned on my phone. And so like as soon as an email would come in, oh my I'd answer it. And then I was yeah. like, this is not okay. Like I cannot live no. my life like this. So I stopped that. But um yeah, I I just uh you know what? 
don't bother people uh, at nighttime. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I'm done. All I'm right. Done. I'm How done. will the three of us? Okay, this is a great question for you, me, and Logan. We're living three hours apart from each other. We're on different coasts. Yeah. We got to come up with something that's not going to irk. Oh. Like, I don't, you know. You don't count. You, you don't count in this in this uh, situation. But maybe you count. Oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe you can. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love <laughs> that you, you thought. <laughs> I thought that your first instinct was, no, you're not bothering me, Nagin. I'm obviously not bothering you. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, writ large, keep the nighttime writ large is that the improper use of that word i don't know or that expression it sounds like writ- a shout out like writ large like i don't know what that means i don't really know what that you what what you're trying to say it sounds so cool. i just googled it to make to make to see what what the fuck i was saying yeah it, <sighs> clear and obvious writ large for example yeah oh i love that i'm gonna be writ large and all over the place <laughs> Writ large. The expression with your hands. You writ gotta, large. Writ large. Writ large, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think I think that that brings us to a good to our awkward social point. moment of the week. <laughs> oh, writ large, girl. I had a, I had I had one. Go for it. It it was not, and it's it's not resolved. <laughs> I don't. An unresolved uh, writ large experience. I'm at the airport. Okay. okay. Three hours early. Right. Okay. I didn't want to stay at the hotel. I got there. I went and I went into one of the air, uh, whatever, the airplane lounges. And there's like a cute little bathroom, clean, clean everything, food. I'm chilling. I go to the bathroom. I wash my hands. It's one of these single stall situations. So there's, you know, not multiple stalls. You just go in the bathroom. There's the sink and the thing. I leave. There's a woman waiting outside the door. So she goes in right after me. I hear the toilet flush. And immediately I think to myself, oh, shit. Did I forget to flush the toilet? Literal shit or pee-pee? I'm just going to say. Literal shit? You pooped and you didn't flush? Oh my god! I I actually writ large. Out. I don't know. <laughs> I writ large in that toilet. <laughs> I I I can tell you that I don't know with certainty if I did number two. But as soon as what? I heard the flush, no, like by the time I heard the flush, I was asking myself, "Did I?" I like immediately didn't know. Oh my and gosh! I, was I keep so track overcome. of that shit. I'm like. Good for me today, you know. <laughs> You're like one I'm a week. Like, Let's mm, do it. Yeah. Wow. I was so immediately consumed with like shame that I assumed like, oh well, she's seen a poop. I don't even know if I did. Okay, so I immediately she's in the bathroom. I immediately go to my to my like bag because she was sitting right next to me. No. Okay, I recognize this woman. Oh. I moved my stuff to the other side of the lounge. I'm like, okay, I cannot see her. I cannot make eye contact. I choose the fucking seat next to the cappuccino machine because then she leaves the bathroom and goes directly to the cappuccino machine to make herself a little drink and we make eye contact again. So this woman who flushed my shit is now standing next to me making her coffee for like 45 seconds. I look up, we make eye contact and I don't know. No, what no, to do. no, like, no, I no. Say something? Please don't. Okay, I don't say something, but I look at her and I like kind of, oh, no. I kind of do one of these side smiles no. that I'm trying to convey like, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to say sorry with my smile because no. I don't know what to do. And then she leaves and I'm like, oh God, I should just leave this fucking place. Just, I'm going to leave this place. I go to the gate. She walks up to the no. gate 20 minutes later and I see her again. And no. this time I'm just... I put my hand up. No, you did I not. I, I, again, this was so freaking awkward. It was like a, what do you call it? It was a reflex. You have taken things to a whole new level here. I, I was just like, hey, like uh, we saw each other, you know. Hey, hey you hey, saw friend. my poop that yeah. you flushed. <laughs> not like we were close. Oh <laughs> my and, God. I mean, that's one of the more mortifying things. That did I- she wave back? 
She did a half smile back, also like kind of like a I'm sorry smile. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What the fuck should I have done? Besides, obviously, not wave to her, but like I think I think you need to you need to find some way to come to peace with this situation because it will be haunting you. You will be thinking about that woman. <laughs> So, because we can say, yeah, make sure to flush. But like, if that happens again, what the hell do you do? Okay, this is the tactic. You're going to want to pick a bathroom that you're not Mm going to be sitting around in any way. You pick a bathroom that's far away from your destination. You go in that bathroom. Then you then you find your other destination, and then the chances so are so always like assume the worst. Always, always assume, assume the worst. The worst. So always, always. Mm. Okay, and then I need you to be thinking about if you're gonna poop or pee, and if you have pooped or peed. That's another thing I'm gonna need you to adopt Track. into your everyday <laughs> mindset. Like, am I pooping Track or peeing the right now? I think that's important, yeah, yeah, yeah. and an, another lesson learned. Yeah. Um, but no, oh. I I think what I thought you were gonna say is that you pooped and then. You flushed, but it smelled, yeah. and then she was waiting, and then she walked into the bathroom. Oh, that's also that's a, very a classic. Probable, yeah, that's a classic. That's a yeah. classic. Um, in which case, my advice is everybody poops. You know, what are you going to do? Oh, like, funny. My advice is like, oh, my God, somebody in, was in here before. It's a disaster <laughs> yeah, in there. <laughs> and everyone knows that's a lie. Or if it's not, oh, yeah. So, um, fair. you know, everybody poops. Everybody has those days, you know? <laughs> Is that what I say to the the person that, hey, girl, you know how it is? I think this is this is where I think after the lack of flush, you made the mistake, the half smile, and then really you capped it off with a wave. The wave, I think, really took things to a whole new level. And my advice would be, please do not wave. That was a physical reflex. It was as if, I mean, it was biologically my, I like just fucked up yeah like i don't even know yeah oh god well all right it's been a week my blood pressure is really high due to the (laughs) due to the email uh section of today's (laughs) eel sex episode but thanks for listening to best friends back thank you guys and if you didn't know we are going to be doing our very first live episode of Best Friends Back All Right yeah. at Mythicon, October 28th to oh, the 30th yeah. in Austin, Texas. We will both be mm. there in person, mm-hmm. in the flesh, oh, yeah. on stage for your viewing, mocking, listening pleasure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be flushing toilets left and right. Oh, yeah. That is Just a prop wait. request that we've made. Um, <laughs> so if you don't have your ticket, please check out MythconTickets.com to grab those now and we can see you there you can catch brand new episodes every friday make sure to follow so you don't miss an episode if you're enjoying the podcast leave us a review you can follow at mythical pods on tiktok for clips to share with family and friends and you can follow me at Nagin and stevie everywhere at stevie w levine and of course you can hear me every monday through friday on good mythical morning with brett and link at youtube.com slash good mythical morning i'll see you there sincerely stevie and Nagin. 